They just don't want to be at peace with you. In fact, when Jesus sent out his disciples to certain homes, he told them to always speak peace over those homes. And then he said, in effect, if they don't receive the peace that you're offering, it will come back to you. That tells me that if you will do your best to be at peace with people, even if they won't receive your peace, that peace will just come back to you. You'll not only get your peace, but you get theirs and share as well. That's double for your trouble. When you do the right thing, no matter what is happening, God sees it and rewards it. And trust me, it's it's easier said than done. Say, yes, you know, go ahead and do the right thing. Turn the cheek. Don't, you know, express yourself when someone says something rude about you or a family member or something that you're passionate about. It's hard, you know, just to say, hey, I'm going to rise above this. I'm going to take a different route. I'm not going to let this affect me. And I'm not going to let it affect the rest of my day. Why should I? But in most cases, we all are human. And we fall in this trap over and over again. Someone says something, maybe about a sports team that you like. Maybe about the Chargers that they aren't doing so well. Or the Cowboys. You know, we're going to win a Super Bowl this year. And we have it. You know, little things like that, and they can just set us off. But we have to know at the end of the day, why are we fighting? Who are we fighting for? Because we're just going to end up upset ourselves. We're just going to end up mad and angry at the end of the day while they can go on about their day and not even care, you know, or think twice about it because they made the comment And it ruined our whole day. No, we can't give people like that our satisfaction of saying, you ruined my day by saying this, or you ruined my evening, you know, by acting this way. We just hold it in ourselves, try to be peace with it. And like it says, you get back double for what you give. And if they don't want it, it's going to come back to you. I strongly believe that, especially in the sense of, you know, always doing the right thing or always trying to do the right thing. You know, whether you see someone that is struggling and you help them, you know, you're not doing this for glory or you're not doing this just, you know, for recognition. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. And in some way, you will be repaid for it, whether it's that wish that you've been wanting, you know, a house that you've been wanting to get a loan for, a car that you've been wanting to get into. Some way down the road, whether it's a month or a couple months later, God does give you what you've been wanting. You just have to keep honoring him and keep showing people the goodness of the Lord. And I have this friend who he says he doesn't really believe in faith, you know, very much doesn't believe in God and, you know, everything that I, that I believe in, which is fine. You know, that's 
his deal and I respect it. And, you know, I never try to push it on him or push anything that I say towards him to believe a certain way. You know, we all have our opinions. We all have our rights to believe what we want to believe. And that's perfectly okay. But he tells me, you know, I don't believe in miracles. Okay, well, I mean, there's miracles around you every single day. You know, have you ever pulled a really expensive, you know, card from a a game that you play, right? Have you ever got out of a speeding ticket and the cop gave you a warning because a call came in and you knew you should have gotten a ticket, but you got a warning instead? Have you ever you know, said, hey, I really need to take this day off, but I don't have any more vacation days, but I really need to, you know, go home or I'm not feeling well. And yet your boss tells you, hey, why don't you go ahead and take the day off? You know, we can cover it and you still get paid. I mean, those may not seem like miracles as making a blind man see again or making a person who can't walk, walk again you know, or, or curing cancer in a person or curing some kind of disease in a river. You know, that's not the miracles that we're seeing because we live in a modern world. So the miracles that we see are modern miracles, I'd like to think. And it's just that, you know, having a good day. You're, you know, losing something in the morning and not being able to leave on time but because you didn't leave on time you avoided you know an accident that could have injured you or harmed someone else they're modern miracles for a modern age and that's what i tell him every time he tells me he does not believe in miracles or he doesn't believe in the faith it's just it's something that's in your heart and you know you have to follow You know that if I do good unto you, it will be rewarded back to me. But you don't do it, like I said, you don't do it for the glory. You do it because it's the right thing to do. But you know who your father is. And you know he's never going to let you go through something if it's not to make you better or to make you wiser or to put you in this position that you need to be in. Father God, I give you all the honor and praise today. I choose to hold my peace and remain at rest. I choose to do the right thing even when the wrong thing is happening. I refuse to allow anything to steal my peace or joy because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I declare that you are giving me double for my trouble. I thank you for fighting for me. Help me to always take the high road and walk in love and peace with others. In Jesus' name, amen. When you respond in love and peace to others who don't accept you, leave it up to God to pay you back. You have the creator of the universe fighting your battles, 
arranging things in your favor, going before you, moving the wrong people out of the way. I believe and declare you're going to see God's payback in amazing ways. And it's true. It is 1,000% true. God does fight your battles. He does arrange things in your favor. And the way that I was thinking about this was I was on my way home from work today. And I thought there was this one organization that I wanted to join while I was in college. And I got accepted. And I was supposed to go in. We were going to have this big party for it. And my mom had said something about not joining this organization, but focusing on studies and focusing, you know, on the future and myself and things like that. And I thought about it. Had I did go ahead and join that organization, where would my life have been? Because I would have stayed tied to that university for two more months. And I would have stayed back in my hometown. I wouldn't have moved to San Antonio. I wouldn't have gone the opportunities that I would have gone And I wouldn't have moved to Houston, not in a million years. My grandmother and my father were so against Houston. They said it's such a big city than what you're used to. You know, there's so many different people. You're not going to like it. There's too much crime, you know, blah, blah, blah. And... When I was in college, I was like, I want to move to Houston. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to go to TSU. I want to go to Rice, you know. I want to be down there, you know, in the medical district and, you know, always be in that kind of lifestyle and everything. That That's what I wanted to do. But I listened to them and I took a smaller university in a smaller town, you know, a town where you can leave your doors unlocked. Everyone knew everyone. Everyone knew everyone's business. Um, But it was a university nonetheless. And so while going there, I met my future husband. (laughs) And it was great. And then we moved to San Antonio. And then we moved to Houston. But had I stayed in that organization before I reconnected with my future husband, you know, while I was back in my hometown, I wouldn't have moved and I wouldn't have met the people that I know now. I wouldn't, you know, I'd been able to buy a house at 25 and sell it, you know, while I was at 33. I wouldn't have been able to buy my own cars and do my own things and you know, you think about it and you're like, you know, yeah, you would have, you would have gotten a job and been able sorry for the little edit. My dog started barking, but like I was saying, you know, you think about it and it's like, yeah, you know, you would have been able to buy a house and buy your own cars, you know, living back in your hometown and maybe so, but it probably would have taken a little bit longer. 
because we had family there, because we had people who, you know, weren't going to charge us rent to live in their homes or weren't going to charge us bills. You know, we would have had that extra crutch and not felt like, hey, we're on our own. It's either we make it or we break it. You know, we got to hustle up and, you know, do everything. So I think, you know, by not joining that organization, I was able to go on and open other doors. And those doors opened other doors and other doors from there and other doors from there. And within my time period of this whole transition, you know, going from city to city, there was people that I encountered that they did not care for me for whatever reason it was, whether it was, you know, my background, my heritage, my skin color, my name, anything. They just did not care for me. And one of them was my boss at the time. He didn't, you know, actually come out and say something, but he would have little remarks here and there. And one of them, I remember it, oh, like it was yesterday. I was, I'm, I do pest control, right, for work. And I was in the office and he goes, that that's all Hispanics are for. And I looked at him and I was like, what do you mean that's all Hispanics are for? And he goes, yeah, you're in your right, you know, profession because Hispanics are meant to deal with lawn care and deal with pest control and cut grass and this and that. And he goes, and you being a woman, you know, you should be in a home making tortillas and making comida por para su esposo. And I kind of looked at him, right? And I was like, okay. You know, he's Italian. So he always had the best pasta because his wife made amazing pasta. But <laughs> but there's this guy, and this is, mind you, it's not the first time that I experienced something like this. Um, I've always been in male-dominated industries and having to fight my way to prove my job and, you know, prove my position. It's always something that I've had to deal with. But when he t said that, I was like, okay, sure. You know, if that's what you believe. And I didn't give him the time of day. I didn't give him a piece of my mind. I didn't, I didn't even go to HR. I didn't do anything. I was just like, if that's how you feel, okay. I didn't say anything. Fast forward five years down the road, we were, there was a job position, open a job opening at a company that I was with, and he was up for it. He had applied and was trying to get it, and I applied as well. He ended up not getting the job, and they gave it to me. And at that time, I was like, you know, this is one of those 
pay back miracles. This is what that is. So when it says the Lord will fight for you, he will fight your battles. He's before you moving and arranging the pieces in motion. And all you need to do is just keep your peace and remain still. You can have the water rushing and rushing around you, but as long as your mind is still and tranquil, there's no pebble that can make any ripple in it because you know he's fighting for you. And you know that whatever you put out and you give out in the world, you will receive it back 10 times, 100 times over. That's just the way it is. So I think I've taken up enough of your time. (laughs) But I'll leave you with this. When you respond in love and peace to others who don't accept you, leave it up to God to pay you back. You have the creator of the universe fighting your battles, arranging things in your favor, going before you, moving the wrong people out of the way. I believe and declare you're going to see God's payback in amazing ways. Thank you all.